WDBM East Lansing. Welcome to Impact Exposure. Exposure is 88.9 The Impact's one-hour forum discussing relevant issues affecting the MSU community. And now, tonight's Exposure. This is The Impact Exposure. I want to thank you for joining us. Uh, my name is Wes. I am joined here tonight with uh, Michelle Carlson from the City of East Lansing. A little later on, we'll have uh, Angela Chapko and Connie Ranshaw from Coyote Wisdom, uh, some former guests uh, speaking about uh, the metaphysical community, as both uh, psychics in the uh, East Lansing uh, community, as well as uh, Katie from Elle's Place. We're here to talk about Elle's race. But right now, we're going to talk to uh, Michelle Carlson uh, about uh, some upcoming events here in East Lansing. I want to thank you for joining us. Thank you for having us. So, uh, first of all, um, I noticed that uh, Moonlight Movies is uh, alive and well here in East Lansing. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yes, the Moonlight Film Festival began uh, 12 years ago, and it was just an effort to uh, have a community event that was you know, open to families and would attract all ages. And it started out with four films, and now we've moved it up to have... Um, seven films and we've added a musical component so we try to have local musicians come one hour before the film hmm. and people come early and we have cottage and pizza and melting moments ice cream is there too very cool so it's so you're kind of tying in the local community with with the movie exactly as well. very cool. yeah so it's very festive and fun and families come and set their blankets up so it's an outdoor movie set up with uh, the folding chairs and all that yes very yes. nice uh, now, what uh, what's the the next movie that's uh, coming up? This Thursday, we'll be showing Miss mm -hmm. Potter, mm -hmm. which is about Beatrix Potter's life, the author of Peter Rabbit, and it's being presented. We're collaborating with the East Lansing Film Festival, so they would well, they chose that film and they're going to present it at the event. And that's a way to partner with other organizations in the city. And it has a little more mature theme for a little older audience. But um, And then after the next, in August, we'll be partnering with the East Lansing Children's Film Festival, and we're showing Aquila and the Bee. Oh, excellent. Yeah. yeah and then uh, I noticed on the calendar uh, next week is, is Happy Feet. Is that right? Yes, Happy Feet. Um, that would be a fun one, great for families and kids. And then the last movie of the season in August 23rd is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, one of my favorites. And that, traditionally our last movie, we try to have more like an 80s kind of really fun film that's more, you know, college students mm -hmm. are coming back and they'd really like to enjoy and they can get involved too. Excellent. in the city events. I'll be sure to wear my uh, my Don Johnson yeah. blazer when I, when I go see that. Um, so something else you're putting on is the uh, Ann Street and Fountain Square concert series. Is that right? Yes. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Those also have been going on for about 12 years, and that, um, again, was to have a great all-ages event. It's outdoors, Friday nights at Fountain Square, which is the Fountain by the Marriott. Mm -hmm. And... Ann Street is across the street um, from that by Ellis. And it's a great, really great venue. We always have a Michigan artist, but we really try to get local Lansing bands to come. And the bands really love it. People come out, family. I mean, there's it's all-age show, and it's just a great summer evening. Excellent. And the, uh, the next one at Fountain Square is on uh, July 20th, I have. Is that right? Yeah, this Friday um, will be the Lost Marbles, which is a local band, actually made up of parents of 
former Marble Elementary School students. Oh, nice. So um, they're really a lot of fun. And then on Saturday night, we'll be stepping in it, mm -hmm. which is a bluegrass band, very popular in Lansing area. Excellent. Now, uh, so where do you find the acts that perform at your concerts? We just kind of watch the papers to see who's playing around town, and we get a lot of requests, um, talk to college students and people who like music, mm -hmm. to, and we just ask them if they want to play, and they usually say yes. Excellent. Now, what, what sort of, event, what sort of um, uh, musicians do you typically attract for, for the series? Um, all kinds. We really try to get a variety of different kinds of music. Mm -hmm. You know, from our lineup, we've had, you know, kind of rockin' cover stories. we got some Celtic music, some reggae. So we really try to do the whole spectrum so we can appeal to a lot of different audiences. And usually they just, it's just a great fun venue for them. It's a different kind of venue than they usually play at in a bar or mm -hmm. wherever. So um, they really are like to do it. Certainly. I mean, I'm sure, you know, playing outside is, uh, is always a plus. Too. Yeah. Uh, you said this has uh, been going on for about 12 years now, yes. but both, both events. Yes. Um, how, how have you seen it change over the years? I mean, you mentioned uh, the size of the acts. Are, are... Right. We started out um, with fewer events when it first started out. The, there was fewer music acts, you know, we had fewer weeks, and we've kind of extended it into August so we can catch the students when they come back. And um, it's they're so popular that people just wanted more. So sure. Now, do you do you typically get more families or more college students? What's the balance there? It really depends on who's playing. Um, and I, you know, the last few bands, the last few week weekends, like last weekend, Jen Singet was there, and it was a little younger crowd because I think she's more um, appealing to the younger age okay. residents in East Lansing, and then the week before Wanda Dingen, she's a great Celtic artist. Um, it was a more mature crowd, but still lots of families, um, and the little kids come out and they dance. You know, they are not inhibited by anything, <laughs> and it's just really fun. Right. And now, are you looking to attract more families, more students? Is there someone that you're, uh, like a demographic that you're targeting? No, we really try to appeal to all ages. We really want it to be a community event, and all these ages in our community is very diverse, and we really want to make it welcoming for all. So we try to have different genres of music that will appeal to different people, and hopefully they'll all come up. Just come out and, and dance. Yeah. Um, what other events does the uh, City of uh, East Lansing uh, host throughout the year? Uh, well, we have several festivals. I've already mentioned the film festival. Mm -hmm. We have the art festival. There's going to be a theater festival this summer, later in the summer as well. There's the singing festival, mm. the winter um, chili cook-off. We have a winter, fall and winter concert series for kids, focused mostly for kids' music. Um, that happens at the Hannah Center, which is very popular. Um, right now, tonight at Valley Court is called Play in the Park, and they bring different acts in, and that also appeals to kids and families. Um, tonight is Baffling Bill the Magician. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So, <laughs> And last week was Zeke the Wonder Dog, and I think they're going to have some a puppeteer come. So that's a really fun event. It's outside, and we try to introduce arts and culture Certainly. in different ways. Now, what do you have any personal favorites among all of those? 
I don't. It's just all like, you know, each each act that comes is so different and unique. It's just fun. And it's really exciting to see all the community come out and really enjoy and sit together and, mm-hmm. um, you know, enjoy the downtown area. Well, it sounds like you've got a full plate throughout the year. Yes. Um, would, you, would you say that this, this summer right now is your busy season? Um, I think we have more events just because we have... You know, every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, mm-hmm. we have an event going on. And the ones that happen more in the winter are little larger one-time events. Oh, but okay. we're very busy all year long. So now what sort of uh, planning goes into events like the, like the concert series or the, uh, the, the, the uh, Moonlight movies? For the concert series, the planning is we just contact bands and book them ahead of time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, then... We do our advertising, create, you know, the brochures and things, and then we just hold an event. It's a pretty, a pretty simple setup, and it's just a lot of fun. And the same for films. We try to review films and, and see what was, you know, people liked in the past mm-hmm. years and would like to come, you know, what would attract a good crowd, and we book the films and get the press out and come on your talk show. Certainly. You're always welcome. Uh, now, what, what, what's your criteria for selecting films then? Our film, our criteria is just if it's a good film, you know, and it would ap- appeal to a broad audience. Um, and again, different, you know, for example, Charlotte's Web was an animated feature that we had the first night. And um, we had a lot of different ages there, but you know, that kind of appeals to a younger audience, whereas Ferris Bueller is more, you know, a cult sure. <laughs> following <laughs> films from, you know, the olden days. But um, so we try to mix it up, really. We really want residents to come out and we want to have something for everyone. So it's not the same thing every week. And yeah, we'll be. So it doesn't necessarily have to be like a family film. It can be. Like, I mean, Ferris Bueller, of course, right. okay for families, but not, yes, but not specifically intended. Exactly. Excellent. Um, well, now, are there any events, ideas that you've come up with that you'd like to see East Lansing have that we don't yet? Like inspiration from other cities? <laughs> or what, what, have you, what have you been brainstorming? Um, I don't think we really have. Honestly, a lot of cities have called us. Oh. We have a very good slate of activities going on, and they... Um, frequently ask, how do you do that? What's involved, mm. you know, with getting that going? And um, so, you know, we I think we have singing, we have theater, we have film, we have um, live things, and we have, you know, the chili cook-off, which mm-hmm. involves food. So I think we have a good palette of Absolutely. arts and culture here. <laughs> Well, now, do you, when, when other cities call you up, do you share with them, or do you uh, hold that close as uh, making East Lansing that much better? No, of course we share. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we just give them the basics, and it's not rocket science. It's sure. just, what would you need? And here's some people you can call, and we let them figure out their own venues and how it would work within their communities, but we share. Now, are these other college towns like Ann Arbor, or just anybody? I think... I'm not sure who exactly <laughs> they were, but I think Ann Arbor probably has enough festivals they don't need to <laughs> be calling us. Now, you, you may be a little biased into me asking this, but how, how do uh, East Lansing events compare to those in, in Lansing? Is there any kind of rivalry there? Do you? Uh... No, I think, you know, they 
Lansing certainly has their great festivals and they're unique and they attract their people as do we and um, we try to poster, you know, we put our things out there and we invite them to poster here and the businesses will pick and choose and, you know, these events attract people to our downtown which is, you know, part of the effort. Get people to come downtown, enjoy East Lansing, hopefully they'll go to a restaurant or visit a merchant and, you know, I'm sure people, we don't take stats, like ask everyone where they're coming from, but I'm sure people come from all over, and I'm sure people in East Lansing go to, you know, the Lansing Chili Cook-Off, or they go to Old Town Festivals, because they're all unique in their own, what they have to offer, and um, there's no theirs and ours. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, yeah, sharing is always good. Right. Uh, well, now you've got the, the Moonlight movies uh, every Thursday. Correct. Um, you've got the, the, the concert series every Friday. Uh, what's what's the next big uh, big event people should know about? The next big event is coming. Well, I believe I haven't heard the dates, but I believe there will be a theater um, festival in the end of August, and then the Great Lakes Folk Festival is coming up too, August tenth oh. through twelfth, which so, will be um, you know in the downtown area, Valley Court area too. Okay. Now, the theater festival, is that uh, something that happens annually? Is that a new thing? Last year was the first year, and I didn't attend, unfortunately. I was out of town, but they had different venues downtown East Lansing that were empty spaces, and then they had little um, put-on plays in each of them, and it was very successful, and people really enjoyed it. Um, And I believe they're working on doing that again this year. Now, was it local theaters that were volunteering actors? Mm -hmm. Oh, excellent. So what what sort of... uh, what sort of productions did they put on there? I honestly don't oh, know. Because okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't attend, and I was not working for the I city see. at that time. I see. So, but it, I'm sure when it gets all the lineup up, they'll have it on the city's webpage. Okay, and, and you'll be able to... Uh, cityofeastlansing.com, is that Correct, right? Correct, yes. Excellent. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I've, you know, from, from all the information I've gleaned, it's uh, definitely a good resource for finding out what's going on uh, in East Lansing. Um, and now you said the... the uh, the Great Lakes Film Festival uh, next month as well? The Great Lakes Folk Festival oh, folk in festival, August. I'm sorry. Yes. No, just... And that um, is a great event. It's highly ranked in the country mm. as a premier event for folk music. And they have lots of food vendors and um, a bit, you know, they have a big main stage there in Valley Court and they attract national acts. So it's Very really nice. So now, what uh, what what sort of attractions go into that? I mean, is it uh, just different music acts and, and food, or how does that? I think that it's work? just music and food, and it's not produced by the city. Oh, okay. It's produced by the MSU Museum. Oh, I see. Yeah. So we just uh, sort of host it then. Yes. <laughs> okay. Very cool. Um, now, the 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 movies and the concert series go until when? The end of August. The last um, concert. At Ann Street will be August 25th, mm-hmm. which is the Bayou River Band, and the last movie is August 23rd, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Okay. And uh, what other uh, what other movies can people look forward to uh, between now and then? We have um, this week Miss Potter. Then following is Happy Feet, Aquila and the Bee, Over the Hedge, and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Very nice. Well, that should be a lot of fun. Uh, so again, I was speaking here with uh, Michelle Carlson from the uh, City of East Lansing, uh, promoting the Moonlight movies every Thursday at 9.30. Uh, and uh, where can people catch the uh, the movies if they want to catch uh, Happy Feet or any other uh, movies? They're at Valley up? Court Park. Okay. On the 
on the end by the tennis courts. We used to be down on the other end of the park, but they're building the West Village complex right now, so we had to move. And hopefully next year we'll get back down there to the more intimate setting. Certainly. And uh, as well as the uh, Ann Street and uh, Fountain Square concerts every Friday, uh, this, uh, oh, excuse me, every Friday and uh, Saturday, I believe, is that right? Yes. Friday at uh, Fountain Square and Saturday at Ann Street, uh, every show at 7.30. Yes. Uh, this Friday, the Marbles. The Lost Marbles. Oh, excuse me, the Lost Marbles. The Lost Marbles. And uh, the following day, uh, Stepping In It, which is a bluegrass band, I believe yes. it? Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, I want to thank you again for coming in. And uh, if, if you'd like to check out more information on this, uh, they do have a website at cityofeastlansing.com. The calendar events uh, link is located just on the left side of that page. Uh, again, Michelle Carlson, I want to thank you for coming in. And uh, we will take a quick break and uh, be back with more. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Smoking Helpline. Yes, I need to start smoking right away. Excuse me? I need to start smoking. Well, actually, it's the Stop Smoking Helpline. The people in the apartment next to mine smoke three packs a day, and it drives me crazy. So I'm thinking four packs will do it. I think you want MySmokeFreeApartment.org. It gives you the information you need to work toward a smoke-free apartment building. A smoke-free building? Without all that smoking? Uh, yeah, that's right. Make your apartment smoke-free without making a stink. MySmokeFreeApartment.org. When you get up in the morning and turn on the radio, you don't want to hear those other guys talking on your way to work, do you? You don't want to hear talking. You want to hear music. So here at The Impact, we are making you a promise. We're calling it the More Music Mornings 89 Second Play. We, The Impact, pledge that every weekday morning from 8 to 10 a.m., we will shut up and play music. We pledge that we won't talk for more than 89 seconds at a time, meaning more music all morning long. We pledge that every caller who requests a song between 8 and 10 a.m., Monday through Friday, will be entered to win a great Impact prize. And we pledge that in return for your listening to us, we will listen to you and play more music that you want to hear. So tune into The Impact for more music mornings. Let us know what to play, and maybe you could win some cool stuff. Only here on 88.9 The Impact. You're listening to Exposure on 88.9 The Impact. Phone lines are open at 432-3893. And now, back to Exposure. Exposure. 